Welcome to Uncommon Real Estate, where it's all about finding creative solutions for real estate agents and investors. In exclusive mastermind conversations with some of the brightest minds in real estate, you'll learn how to earn an extra six figures a year. Don't follow the herd. Be uncommon. Here are your hosts, multi-millionaire real estate agent and investor, Chris Craddock and Jeff Safright. We get a, the chance to hear from a friend of mine, Total Studge, who's been killing it for a long, long, long time down in Texas. Um, we'll find out where he is so that uh, if anybody has any questions, they can reach out. And also, uh, I know he loves referrals. At least that's what, uh, what I would assume. So, yeah. um, so that's a great way to say thank you for uh, sending some amazing information out. Um, the cool thing about this is, um, you know, in the, I guess it was, I don't know, four or five months ago, we got tied in. Uh, into a mastermind. We've gotten to know each other a, li a little bit more in an in-depth way. But a cool thing was about two years ago, as I was starting to look at farming, um, I remember the team leader in our market center, I just said, hey, who, who farms at a high level in Keller Williams? And she gave me five names. And, uh, you know, Gene's name was one of them. I, I think, uh, you know, you've you spoken at like family reunion for Keller Williams and some of the other stuff there, teaching how to do that. So what I'm really excited about is hearing from Gene just what he is doing to win mindshare in a, in a locality so that he can get these come list me um, listings. Also, the other cool piece about farming that I really love and, and you know, we're, we're doing not at a high level in, in our business, but we're starting to, to grow that out. But I just love the fact that it's, it's a real business. It's where people are calling you and it's not taking you doing the, the movement to get, to get the phone to ring, but people are calling you, you have mindshare and you are the go-to. So with that said, Gene, tell us about yourself. Like where, where'd you come from? Where are you? You know, where are you, where are you headed? Where are you now? All that other stuff. And I mean, I'll tell you, you just freaking killing it. So yeah, tell us about it. Sure. Uh, so I've started 26 years ago, been with Keller Williams just over 20 years. And uh, real quick, when I joined Keller Williams, I realized that I needed to figure out a way that uh, business could come to me. And I didn't always have to be every day, every day, you know, chasing, chasing, chasing. And so in 2006, uh, we specifically moved into a neighborhood of, at that time, it was about 2,500 homes. Today, it's finished out at 4,500 homes. And uh, we started farming. Uh, we bought our house in December of 2005. And January 1st, 2006, uh, we did an eight by eight once a week. We sent out a postcard. And within three weeks, we had six listings, six open houses, you know, six just listed cards, da, 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 da. And took off from there. And today we, we average over 20% market share in the neighborhood. The neighborhood sells about 300, 350 sides a year. Um, and so uh, 300 to 350 closings, which obviously is 600 to 700 sides. Um, and so about 50% of our business comes out of our farm now, which uh, so year to date, we've closed 182 homes, have 45 pending. And um, that's with three buyers agents and two listing agents. That's awesome. That is awesome. So that's every sale price is about six hundred thousand. Dang, that that's a good that's a good number, bro. All right, so um, so real quick, just for those that are not in the Keller Williams world, what what is an eight by eight? What does that mean? Yeah, so for eight weeks, we sent a postcard, um, and the first postcard I cheated a little bit, and it said Gene had an amazing two thousand five. He like to sh he would like to give back, and the first six people that list with him, he'll list for free. 
And we do have a policy in Keller Williams that we are not allowed to offer discounts. Uh, however, uh, the discount is a discount. You cannot discount your service. And so we gave full service, full pictures. Obviously, they still had to pay 3% buyer commission. And we did not discount at all in our service. So uh, immediately, I had six signs and pissed off a few people on the farm. However, uh, we were blowing and going at that point. We showed up and it wasn't just that. I mean, my wife joined the social committee for the neighborhood for the HOA. Uh, we were involved in every single school. There's three elementaries and one middle school inside the farm, uh, plus uh, one high school that showed up later. Uh, so uh, every PTA, she was PTA president for two years uh, at the middle school. Um, you know, we were dishing hot dogs, handing out t-shirts, sponsoring this school carnival. Um, uh, sponsoring the Easter egg hunt, the 4th of July parade. Um, you know, so our face was everywhere and we had to do that for about five, seven years, pretty hard. And at this point we'd be able to back off and uh, with the market share we have, uh, we still are involved in the schools, but not as much as we used to be. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so did I understand, did you say that you guys did the listing side for free for Correct. just six properties? And it's the interesting part is of those six properties, uh, four of them were buyers. So we ended up selling four uh, of those. And then two of those, I've actually sold multiple homes to over the years. I mean, that was 14 years ago. So, uh, you know, in, in, in several of the situation that, that hand, hand, well, the unfortunate part was one of them was a past client. And so they just took advantage of it. Uh, and then another uh, two of them were divorces and it was just really bad situations. And so we were financially able to help them uh, that, you know, really was not a good situation. And so that was, that was kind of cool. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, I love it. You know, I, I always say that winning begets winning, right? Like anytime you're doing deals, they make babies, you know, more, more deals come from it. Right. And so I just, I think that's awesome. The funny thing about this and, and what I love about this call is, um, you know, we just started with our farm, uh, you know, the end of last year, um, Jeff, uh, who's on the call with us as well is, uh, is running a lot of that. And we're, we're working to expand our farm, um, as well. So like, this is a, uh, kind of a, a question that Jeff and I are, you know, we're actively really wanting to grow. So like the best part about like these, these interviews is we're talking with great people, but the best part about this particular interview is it's something that Jeff and I are talking about offline a lot. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about diving in. So, all right. So Jeff, I know you probably got a handful of questions here. Um, why don't you, why don't you jump in with a few, so I'm not dominating everything. <laughs> well, yeah, so I guess, you know, just jumping off of this whole, you know, six free listings in the beginning that jumped you off here. Uh, how did you, how did you advertise that? How did, how did you get that out? Was that a, was that a door piece? Was that was like a direct mail? It was direct mail. Yeah, it was a direct mail. And so uh, we immediately started getting listings. We had several, we had four weeks of direct mail set up. Uh, just that was the first one. Uh, the other ones were value propositions. And then from there, it became just sold or just listed cards that went out and were hitting everybody. Uh, um, now, are you still sending those just listed uh, cards out or have you backed off some of the, the direct mail? So now the farm's 4,500. We do send out once a month to the whole farm. And that tends to be our successes for the month in a message on the market. Um, so a lot of our solds, uh, we do do 250 uh, just solds around every single closing. Okay, nice. And what, what's your conversion rate, would you say? Like, you know, what, 
I know you said your market share is about 20%. Um, have you, have you been able to measure that, you know, data wise, like when you're sending out X amount of cards, your return is, is Z X, Y, Z, I guess yeah. it is. <laughs> it's fairly consistent until, until the recent COVID market that every 4,500, we would end up with two to three listings. And so, you know, when your average sale price is above 500, you know, you just need one, you know, that, that wins. Cause it's about 2,600 bucks for us to send out those 4,500 cards. So. Yeah. So you're saying every 4,500 cards, you get two to three listings you're saying? Correct. And that's a pretty sweet ROI right there. Yeah. And again, it's, you know, we've established ourselves, and um, we obviously have to change the message as to wherever the market is today. Um, and right now it's just, you know, our, our message we're screaming at people is extreme seller's market, extreme seller's market, extreme seller's market. Yeah. Good, good. Now, are you worried at all with, uh, with the backlash on that on the buyer side, if it's an extreme seller's market, it's going to, you know, it's going to hurt the, the buyers or how are you guys uh, scripting that out? Sure. And that's very common. We just did that this morning uh, with our agents. So on Thursday mornings, we do a buyer agent scripting and um, it was basically just that in the sense of going, looking at the future. And again, I don't know, you know, your market there uh, in Virginia, Maryland, both of those, you guys both work those barracks. Yeah. Um, but in Austin, you know, uh, the stats for 20, I'll just show you real quick. If you can read that in 2019, you can see that, uh, there was 9,500 single family residences and 3,200 sold 2020. We had 5,000 and almost 4,000 sold. Wow. So that's 30%, 33% in 2019, 80% in 2020. That's incredible. And yeah. And so those numbers, when we're talking to our buyers, it's, you know, the reality is um, if we can find you a home, you can jump on it because uh, our appreciation for Austin this year is right at 16%. Uh, and with the, our unemployment because of the job growth with Tesla and Google and Apple and Microsoft, and uh, it just goes on and on and on uh, our, our future for the city, you know, we keep the buyer in the game because with the interest rates and with the job growth and the amount of absorption that's being done, we don't anticipate that we're going to have a gluttony of properties come on the market. It's just not going to happen. And especially with COVID, we're seeing more people that are out remodeling their homes. They're staying. They're going to be in their houses even longer. And with the million, million homes that were never built from 2006 to 2012, new construction, you know, the pressure on, on resales is going to be there for a long time. I want to say something real quick. Just This is just a side note that I think that most people probably missed. And I, I say this all the time, success leaves clues, right? So um, one of the things Gene just, just said, he just rattled off uh, Tesla and Google, like all of the reasons why um, why the, the housing market's going to be strong there. Those are economic indicators. So to be excellent, you need to know some of the economic indicators. You need to be able to speak to the fears that buyers have. Am I buying at the height of the market? Am I going to lose all my money by buying now? Is it going to crash? You know, just this, that wasn't something that was like a scripted line. This was just something internally Gene understood about the market he was in and was able to communicate just kind of off the cuff. So I just want everybody to understand that, that you've got to understand the economic indicators and it's just got to be so ingrained in who you are that it just, I mean, just flows out of you like that. So I, I just noticed that, and, and that doesn't happen with most agents, right? They'll they'll talk about it, and, and then when they get into it, it's 
it's the side note. So I just want to make sure that everybody gets that because that's really powerful. Yeah, you've got to be your local economist. There's no way. There's no way in this market with the amount of data that's out there, the buyers are armed with an amazing amount of data. Sellers, you have to be your local economist. There's no doubt. So uh, one more thing on this direct mail. Now, I know you said you do, you said just listed or just sold. Do you, you do both or just, just one of them? Uh, just sold. Just sold. Now, do you do any other type of marketing? Do you do any uh, radio? Do you do any, you know, online, any, anything else now? No, we've got a pretty strong database of about, well, we've got 28,000 in our database total, but realistically, if you look at our Mets, which is our, um, you know, our people that we've used uh, past clients, people that we feel like would use us is about 3,500. So okay. uh, we do market to them every month with a 60 seconds with Gene, just a quick video on the market, message of the market. Uh, that's pretty consistent. Um, you know, that's one of our biggest touches. We do set them up on a, a market snapshot. Uh, we are switching to HomeBot right now, uh, just because of the data seems to be a lot more accurate for our clients, which is basically a market, a market analysis of their home monthly. Uh, it allows them to push a button and say, hey, I want a CMA or boom, I want to learn more about, you know, how I could save on my, refining my house, those kinds of things. Um, and then we do birthday calls. So, I mean, I, I make a call to every single past seller, um, you know, that on their birthday. So you're making an actual like two way conversation call. Yeah. And I just uh, in August, we modified that because my coach is like, all right, we got to figure out how to leverage certain things out of your life. And so um, we were able to set up a system now where I can, uh, when it's your birthday, you're going to get a text from me. Uh, you're going to get an a, um, email from me. And, and the text is going to say, happy birthday, blah, 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 blah. Hey, check your email. I sent you an email at this email address with a gift. And then that gift is a $10 gift card to either uh, Starbucks, Target, or St. Jude's and, or Amazon. And so they get those choices. Most people check, uh, you know, pick St. Jude's, but plenty pick Starbucks and, and Amazon. And so, uh, but anyway, so that's a double touch and then they can respond. And then I get texted the response and then I just text it back, you know? So at this point they've gotten a push phone call also. So uh, they got a phone call from me, went right to their voicemail. They got a, a text and then they got an email all on their birthday. So, and I don't do anything. What are you using to set all that up? Um, so we use command for the texting. Uh, we use, uh, we use a, uh, our website is based on a, a platform called Sierra. And so Sierra does the email. Um, and then the voicemail is some, something that we bought. I don't know what we use for that. You know, we're looking at ways to, to kind of make listings, create more babies. And you were talking about the just sold postcards. Um, do you guys do just sold postcards outside of your farm or just? Yeah. Farm? Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and we pick them because sometimes the farm, maybe we don't necessarily, that's an area we want to concentrate on. It was a one-off client took us to an area that we're not really going to concentrate on. So I do get an email every week on here's our just sold cards. Here's the locations. Here's the questionable ones. And I say yes or no in the sense of if it's an area that we want to continue to get business from or not. What kind of a, what kind of response rate do you have? Cause I mean, this is a, this is one of the things that we're, I mean, a big focus of what we're doing is trying to make sure, because what, what did they say? The old MREA book said that for every listing, you should get two more pieces of business. Um, we we're studying ours and for every listing, we're getting less than one extra, extra piece of business. We're getting it's somewhere between like right, right around 0.75. So we're really focusing on this, but 
as I've been asking people, I've, I've heard most people outside of their farm aren't getting any real response with the just sold post, postcard. But anyway, we're, we're just wrestling with all that. So I'd just love to hear how you're thinking yeah. about it and see what's winning for you. I wish I had a better answer because right now I have noticed it's falling off. Um, and it may be, again, the market um, in the sense of a lot fewer at-bats. And so before we'd get one or two phone calls, you know, and, but now it's maybe a phone call. So I'm really looking at that right now. We're evaluating it and watching it and going, okay, are we going to keep doing this? Because it does seem to be going slower. You know, it, it may be too small of a touch and too small, of a, you know, to get response. Right. Do you think you'll always keep doing it in the farm, just outside of the farm maybe, or you're even evaluating inside the farm as well? Uh, inside the farm, I'll continue just because it's a touch. You know, it's a continuing in your face. You know, the biggest thing with farming is the continuity of it and the continuation, the continued uh, presence. If you don't do that, you're, you're just wasting money. You know, if you go six months and stop a month or two and then start back up, uh, it's just, it, you, it's not going to work. Um, it's, it's, you have to have the, con the consistency of it is what wins over time. And I mean, I tell agents all the time that the consistency in their business, whether it's a touch to their database or whatever, is what is, is the foundation of what they do. Uh, I know a lot of crappy agents out there um, that I would, you know, would never want them to do a transaction for a family or a friend member. However, they're successful simply because they ask for the business over and over again. They just keep showing up, keep showing up, even though they're not good agents. And so the consistency is gonna win over being a good agent who's a secret agent who nobody knows about, who do, who's fearful of asking for the business. Right. Absolutely. No, that's great. That's good. So how many, uh, so what's your team look like, Gene? Uh, so we have three buyers agents, two listing agents. We're in the middle of hiring a third buyer or listing agent. I don't do any listings or buyers anymore. Occasionally I have something that just pops up where I need to do or help out on. My wife runs the, um, uh, she's a, a director of ops. And then we have three client care managers, uh, one that just works buyers, two that works listings from beginning to end to close. Uh, we do have our own, uh, we did, <laughs> I should have brought this up, in our farm seven years ago. Um, so we farm, started farming in 2006, 2011, we bought what was the welcome center for our neighborhood. Uh, the, Developer builder had built it to drive business to send people out to the neighborhood to go look at all the new constructions. And so we purchased this building in 2011. Uh, obviously, uh, that's great branding for us. Uh, people still walk in thinking it's part of the HOA. Um, and, but we've had events here, lots of events here, community events, fundraisers, any, anything tragic that happens in the neighborhood, we're right, right there to join in on a, on a car wash, on a you know, on a bake sale, on a, you know, whatever. So, um, and then, you know, so, other stuff too. Um, we're able to offer nonprofits using our building um, all the time. Yeah. yeah the, the next piece that I've got is, so you've been farming about 4,500 people. Um, I, you know, I think both, I think you're friends with Andrew Bloom as well. You know, <laughs> Andrew's a, a good buddy of mine. I know he started with that and has, has expanded it. Now I think he, he dropped uh, 200,000 pieces of mail every month, which is just, just unreal. Um, have you thought about, are you, do you love just kind of in where you are? Have you thought about expanding it? Like what's the plan as far as that goes? Um, we've talked about it and, um, but the reality is for me, um, I'm not a high D so I don't drive fast and, and furious and, and let's go, 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 go. 
I am more conservative. Um, and so uh, for me, I just want to be badass at what we do and uh, really make sure that we bring extreme customer service. Uh, and it's just, you know, with the, with the, with the changing of, the, of our business, with the technology that's here, uh, with the unknowns of the future, uh, for other, you know, people trying to get into our industry and change how we do business. Um, you know, I've concentrated more on um, looking at the transaction and looking at the client and going, okay, how can we plus every single corner of this thing? You know, I do bring, you know, I do have a moving truck. I do have a pickup truck. I do have power washers and ladders and notaries. And so that's a big part of what we, you know, we really throw at our clients and our community is that we're here to be a resource uh, before and after. Um, so it's, I don't know, it's it, the transactions have grown, but it's been more organically through, you know, extreme customer service. That's what we're after. And Veronica is asking, um, how did you draw out your farm um, geographically? And what would you recommend for others? Um, school clusters, zip code, EDDM routes? Yeah. Like what, how, how would you make it that happen? So for me, it was, you know, I wanted to look, I looked at an area where I was going to live or where I'd want to live. And, but then also looked at turnover rate and then I looked at market share. So nobody had more than 10% market share. Uh, there was a six plus percent turnover rate. So, you know, I have people all the time coming, hey, I want to do my farm I'm where I live. I'm like, okay, cool. So where do you live? You know, how many houses are there? Oh, there's 200. I'm like, okay, so how many sell a year? Okay, 20. I said, okay, 20. So you're talking about, you know, getting market share of 15 to 20% is really not easy. So if you get, if you got 50% market share, you'd have 10 closings. I don't know that that's the farm I would go after, you know, so you have to look at the numbers and go, okay. Let's, let's, let's look at basic, you know, the basic number is turnover rate first. And then second is what's your competition? How, how hard is it going to be get to get in there and grab market share? Yeah, so, so you mentioned like 200 homes is probably not the ideal location. You know, even with the 10% turnover rate, you're only looking at 20 homes a, a year. Like, is there a, is there a, a target number that you would recommend? Um, I mean, I know you're doing 4,500, but where would you start if you're, if you're just jumping into farming? So I think it goes back to what your goals are, right? If you want to sell 50 homes a year, if you want to sell 20, if you want to sell 200 or 500, then you got to look at you know, where's the measurables that are going to make, allow me to hit my numbers. I started in the business at 23 years old. And at 23, I was baby faced, no hair on my face. I've only been able to grow this the last couple of years. Uh, and it was like, uh, people didn't take me serious. Why would, why would I want to work with this 23 year old kid in a, in a major transaction, right? So I immediately jumped in and said, okay, I'm gonna specialize in something. So I specialized in waterfront homes on Lake Travis. And so, and I knew every single home on the market. I knew every for sale owner on the market. I knew everything that sold, blah, 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 right? I started holding open houses of agents in my office, agents in other offices, if they're vacant, I'd be sitting there, you know, on a Sunday, Saturday, and, and they walked in and they would say, oh, we're looking and I knew everything. Boom, my validity went up, right? And fast forward, I'd made a pretty a, a decent business out of that in my 20s, but I went to a, a old school Hobbs Herder event, which created my logo behind me uh, 15 years ago. And they gave me a formula and I ran the formula and it was like, okay, so if you had, if you want to do X amount of sales, how many sales do you need? And I pulled all the sales on Lake Travis and I go, holy crap, if I had over 50% of the market share of the whole lake, I would not be doing the numbers I want to do. So I backed out of that. 
And I quickly found out that I'd pigeonholed myself into a lot of clients that were like, oh, I thought you only did lake property. I did. I could have sent you my sister in here, my brother over here, my best friend here. And so I backed out of that and I switched from Lake Travis Real Estate to AustinTexasRealEstate.com. So I went broad, right? And then we added the farm. And so um, now my license plate said Lakefront, custom license plate. I changed that. You know, I was like, okay, I can't have Lakefront anymore. And so... Um, Again, just looking at the big picture of what you want to do with your business. Some people can be downtown condo guy and do all the business because the numbers are there. So you just got to know your numbers. Cool. So we got we got two minutes left. Um, one last question that I have for you is what, what should we have asked you that we didn't ask you? Uh, lead generation. That's the, that's the thing that everybody wants to go around. So if I went in the room next door to me, you would see that there's six people in there all my, all my agents and my two inside salespeople are lead generating every day. So nine to 11, eight 30 to nine, we script and we role play. And then nine to 11, everybody is either on a zoom or in a room together. And we're all lead genning because nobody wants to do it. And even, you know, buyer's agents are busy, listing agents are busy and they look at their pipeline and they're like, Oh crap. You know, I've been busy, but now, now I'm way behind and I'm losing business. And so the consistency in that will 100% allow you to win in any market. And that's where I found in, in 08, uh, when it took, took a dive, my consistency in lead gen um, through my coaching and through Bold allowed me to have the scripts and the dialogues to be able to hit the, you know, hit enough people every day and turn over enough rocks where I found people that were looking to buy or sell. Awesome. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to do it. You got to find some accountability. You got to find somebody that's going to hold you accountable to doing it. Because you, otherwise, if it's yourself, if you're, your willpower sucks for lead gen, you got to find some accountability. So when you're lead genning, what what, uh, what data what data are you using? Are you using uh, is this is this um, uh, sphere? Is this within your farm, or is it just kind of all over Austin? No, it's, I mean, I've got to set, set calls every day. Everybody does. Everybody has their pipeline. Everybody has a set number of calls. If you, if you leave it up to yourself every day to figure out who to call, you won't do it. Your, your efficiency will suck. Something else will come up. Yeah. I guess I'm asking where are you drawing those from, right? So if you know you're going to make these hundred calls today, where are those hundred calls coming from? Right. I mean, 15 of them used to be birthdays, right? So those are gone. So now I, so I make calls, Hey, congratulations on your contract. Congratulations. You closed. Uh, seven days after closing, 21 days after closing, you know, that's mostly my, my calls today is really following up the client, solidifying the relationship after, because I never met this buyer. I never met this seller. And so yep. my job is to stay in communication and plus whatever they need. You know, all of a sudden they didn't get their trash cans. Boom. I'm the hero. Gina Ron showed up. We have trash cans. We didn't get a key to the back door. Boom. We just got your, we just got your back door rekeyed hero. You know, that's the stuff I'm looking for. Gotcha. So, so real, and I mean, I think that's awesome. I think that's something for, for, you know, a lot of us to, to pay attention to is, is the customer experience that you're providing is in and of itself lead generation, right? hundred percent. Yeah. A still chunk of our business is referrals. Huge, huge amount. That's awesome. All right. So uh, I know we're at the top of the hour, so we need to wrap up for anybody that can't read and uh, wants to uh, send, uh, send, referrals or anything to uh to gene or even i i know just you know i'm getting to know gene i know he's just a real generous person so if anybody wants to reach out just if they had any other questions 
Um, yep. Or Gene, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Send referrals, anything on that front? Yeah, it's just my email is gene at genearant.com. Easy. And I'm assuming you serve the Austin area. <laughs> uh, yeah, all over Central Texas. Yeah, we go, you know, it's about a 25-mile radius around Austin. Very good. That's all we got, I think. Well, I, I do want to say this. It's funny. Uh, you know, we can we can talk ourselves around anything. And I know that uh, um, Gene and I have the same coach. And I always joke that our uh, our coach is kind of like an ab workout. You know, you love him, but you hate him. He just doesn't take any of the crap. And I literally, I can talk my way around a lot of stuff. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't work. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, and that's finding the right coach for you. And so for me, now I have Danielle on my team. She is my D. So she has replaced Jennifer. She is on my coaching call with me. And so she is taking notes and she's making sure that what I say I'm going to do is done. Again, my willpower sucks. I, I'm a great idea guy, but implementation, not going to happen. All right, Jeff, you want to take us home? Awesome. Absolutely. Let's do it. Hey, friends, again, this concludes another episode here of the Uncommon Lunchbox. Here goes Chris Craddock, myself, Jeff Saferight. Thank you, Gene, for being on. Hey, friends, we'll be back again next Tuesday, same time, same place. Uh, go kick, uh, kick butt this weekend. Crush it. Have a good time doing it, and we'll see you Tuesday. Take care. Bye. We'll help somebody. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Uncommon Real Estate. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest mastermind conversations from Chris, Jeff, and other uncommon real estate industry leaders. If you love this podcast, please write us a review. And to fast track your real estate career, go to chriscraddock.com. 